Welcome back to DQP Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show. When when our father dies, we take up the family business. With us this evening is my co-host Russell. I just want to be as charming as Billy Zane is in this fucking movie. <laughs> Same. We also we also have Dave. Hey, hey, hey! I was going to do a movie quote, but I didn't do it. Hi. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, we are continuing our uh, adventure through the end of the winter to spring or swing to spring. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that works. Um, with uh, the Phantom uh, 1996 PG, one hour and 40 minutes. A quick one hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, I said that, like, the final act started, and I was like, man, I thought this movie was longer. Yeah. But it's like almost two hours. I thought Shang Tsung was in it more. Yeah. Uh, so, it's, okay, so synopsis. Billy Zane is uh, awesome. The Phantom. Uh, the ghost who walks. He's a protector of the, the jungle. Uh, Bengala. The Bengala jungle. Uh, and the enemy of the Singh Brotherhood. Um, the Singh Brotherhood is actually like the part of the origin of the Phantom. Uh, it's passed down from father to son, and that's why people think that he's immortal. Uh, it's been passed down for 400 years. Uh, so there's these skulls, you know, your normal, uh, MacGuffin, only it's like a four piece MacGuffin. It's like a kid's meal MacGuffin. But that's (laughs) a reveal for later. Um, everybody thinks it's three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's these three skulls. One's like silver, one's gold, and one's jade. Uh, if you get two, they lead to the third one. It's, it's, they're infinity stones. Uh, so (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. Yeah. So like this, this business, like this, uh, like evil corporatist business guy in New York is looking for them. Um, but it doesn't start with that. It starts in the jungle and, uh, fucking James Remar is playing Quill who's like says that he's a member of the Sang Brotherhood, but he's really like some dude that heard about it in a bar and like decided it sounded cool and got a tattoo got of it. Got the tattoo of it, yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> But uh but he's still like a mercenary. He's like actually like kinda legit. Uh and uh he's going after one of these skulls. He runs has a run in with the Phantom and he's like, That's not possible. I already killed him. Uh, and he's got like a uh, like a burn scar of a of the skull ring that the phantom wears yeah. in his cheek. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so they fight, but he gets away with the skull. Uh, the phantom saves some little kid that's in the back of the truck, and uh, we move on to New York. Uh, there's a girl. Uh, she's I can't remember what her name is. The fuck is her name? Joan Wilder. Nope. 
That's a different movie. Yep. Uh, Christy <laughs> Swanson plays Diana Palmer. Diana Palmer, yeah. She's the niece of the editor or owner of the newspaper in town. The newspaper is trying to take down Xander Drax, who's the businessman. Treat Williams, baby. Treat, Mil- Treat Williams. Um, yeah. And she's like a wannabe tomboy because she kind of acts like a damsel in distress later a little bit. Yeah. Like if yeah. that if that would be my one qualm with the movie, but like it's also supposed to be a very like forties, fifties pulp comic movie. I mean that's what it's based off of. Yeah. Um uh the comic was in nineteen thirty six. There. Oh yeah. wow. Um that it that explains how heavy the white savior trope is. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can't win them all. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Derailed the whole podcast. The whole, the whole show. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> I mean, I didn't expect it to derail. I figured we'd talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll talk about it. It's just like, not, not at that point. Um we going to ratings now? Or? Yeah, yes, ratings. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it, it turns into like an adventure going after the skulls, uh, trying to stop Xander Drax from getting the skulls, wondering why uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it, and like how <laughs> banging she was in 1996. Uh, she's also a bad bitch in this movie, so like yeah. that's pretty cool too. And then like she turns to into a good guy at the end because like the pirates are too handsy and she like helps Diana from getting like claimed by yeah. a fucking by a fucking pirate. She's like, yeah. ah, I think us girls should stick together. You're like, yeah, that's probably a good good idea. Like, eighty percent of the dudes around you are like super rapey. Yeah. Um, so yep. defend super. yourselves, please. Uh, like, I, it, it you know it ends up you know. There's a fourth skull, and it's the ring, and he stops uh, Xander from using the three skulls, because he obviously, you know, the bad guy gets them all, and uh, rude. What? Was there not a ding? Did anybody else hear a ding? I did, but it wasn't my phone. That was my phone. I don't know why. That was weird. I thought it was mine for a second. Jesus. Derailed again. This has been. <laughs> uh, so, you know, his, his ring stops Xander Drax and blows him up. Um, they get away on a... White horse? Yeah, <laughs> basically. What? They get up on that white horse? I was laughing at that. <laughs> yeah. You killed it. You killed my momentum twice. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's pick it back up. Drop some NOS in that tank. <clears throat> nope. You're missing one key thing of the story, though. That he talks to his dead dad all the time? Yeah, that. And also, he has a wolf named Devil, and he's a good boy. Oh, yeah. Devil's an extremely good boy. That was it, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's some mobsters in it that die pretty hilariously. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty uh, great. One gets shot with a cannon. The other one gets <laughs> speared in the back. Yeah. And then Treat Williams is like, ooh, my bursitis. 
like, what the fuck? Why didn't you say rotator cuff? Why was it bursitis? <laughs> like those uh, those two mobsters crack me up in the in the conference room because I can only imagine the director walking up to them and being like, "All right, I need you to do your best Robert De Niro, yeah. and I need you to do your best Al Pacino." I feel like that's what that guy gets asked every day. <laughs> Can you do what's, this? What's his name? Because, like, seriously, that that's like, that's what that guy is in everything he's in. He's in Sopranos. Yeah. He's, he's in tons of shit. Uh, David Proval. Like, everything he's in, that's the character that he plays that I've ever seen. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty funny. I like those characters. I like the whole movie. So I, I do too. It's fun. It's a yeah, fun movie. It's very fun. It's extremely charming. That's what Russell kept saying. Yeah, like um, I was just blown away at how like charming the whole movie was. I think it toes that line of serious and complete camp like yeah. extremely well. Like I was never like, "Uh, this is too cheesy." Like I never cringed. It was always yeah. like, nah, that's fucking that, great. Yeah. You're always like you were always on its side on on the camp. Like the camp was just like just a the perfect amount of camp. Yeah. Um for what it's doing, you know? Um I mean, obviously special effects were trash in a couple spots. Yeah. But Yeah. Uh Yeah, I feel like the special effects were probably even kind of bad then yeah i i always but, remember when i watched it on vhs as a kid making mm-hmm. fun of the uh bullets hitting the trees making like chunky sparks yes yeah oh, yeah <laughs> that yeah. are like that are literally those are like drawn on they're not even like sparks that they like set off on the trees they're like drawn on to the frames yeah they look like ass yeah but i mean i thought that was funny since it you know since the movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's I, I would agree with Russell. I think it's very very charming. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. It's worth watching. Like I I when we sat down to watch it, I was like, "Oh god. I don't want to run this." Well, I felt the same way cuz like I hadn't watched it since I was a kid. Yeah. And then we were like 20 minutes in and I was like, well, "This is fantastic." Yeah. Like this is this is just like a this is a welcoming trip back to childhood. Mm-hmm. So I I remember one particular time I was watching the movie. Um, it was like my comfort movie, I guess, as a kid. Um, because I w- I had stayed home sick from school, and I, it might have been the first time I'd seen it. And it was on. It like came on TV. I was just like laying in bed watching TV, feeling feeling like shit, and. uh like came came on and I started watching it and I just like laid there and watched the whole thing but it's very like prominent it's a very prominent memory of one of the times I watched it is a core memory yeah you developed a core memory with this movie yeah no I did too I remember watching I watched it a lot we had the purple jacket purple VHS oh nice nice uh, do you still have that Dave wants to buy it from you. I would buy it from you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to ask my parents and my sister because, like, all that stuff, I didn't, none of it was mine. I didn't keep any of it. And, like, you know, my parents 
they don't watch that shit. So like they have a couple that they have. Yeah. But they gave most of it to my sister and then I don't know if it's survived them moving a, a time or two or not. You right. know? Yeah. Or if it ever went to Goodwill and they clean out the basement one time or some right. shit, you know. I remember watching this I was very young, but I watched I remember like seeing it in the drive in mm. with my dad and my mom. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I don't remember much of it because I was like, what? This was 96? Yeah. So I was six. <laughs> but <Yeah>. I remember <laughs> being there. Yeah, I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I definitely watched watched it on VHS a shit ton. It's like, when I was a kid, we had like, the movies that I watched a lot were like, uh, this, Twister, The Rock, um, Independence Day, um, there were a couple other ones. We watched the shit out of Star Wars because we had the trilogy on VHS. Nice. Um, without the edits. Ooh, the un- the unmastered. Yeah, it was like the first remaster or yeah. something. But it was it was in that circulation of those like ten movies that we would watch. So like when we were on summer break or. You know, whatever those were, like, we would just, like, put in movies, because we didn't have cable, so it would just be, like, movie, movie, movie. Right. You know, until the parents came home, so. We watched, we, when you only have ten movies that you watch in circulation. <laughs> yeah, you watch you them watch, a, you lot, watch them a, a lot. lot. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I've seen, like, 98 Godzilla with Oof. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Oof, I'm sorry. Yeah, when, when it's what you have, it's what you have, yeah. you know? Or Armageddon was another one that I had that I watched a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. I watched a lot of Twister. I remember that. I watched a lot of Twister. Another cow. <laughs> That's the same cow. Yep. <laughs> See? <laughs> food. <laughs> food. 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 Oh, man. Rabbit is good. Rabbit is wise. Rabbit is good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we're talking about Twister now? <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. Yep. I'll have to do disaster movies at some point. Yeah, there are some good ones. Yep. That one. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Armageddon. Armageddon. Armageddon is okay. Oh, uh, well, Twister. I mean... It... We are... <laughs> <laughs> Day after tomorrow. I don't... I don't know. It's been so long since I've watched Dante's Peak. Did anybody like that movie? Oh, dude, I loved Dante's Peak. Okay. I remember enjoying it immensely. I know uh, Volcano, Volcano wasn't great. I, I liked it when... I liked it then. I don't know if I'd like it now. Fun fact of Dante's Peak. I have a friend who did special effects uh, for movies, and mm-hmm. he did the volcano, helped do the volcano scene in Dante's Peak. That's awesome. That's fucking cool. That's super cool. Yeah. He's also a doctor now. Interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a weird life. Uh, do we have a trivia corner for? Oh, uh, we do. Are we going to trivia already? I mean, we kind of started talking about what? completely different yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's hit a couple points of the movie before we get into the trivia. Um, get it ready. Yeah. What's ready? Yeah, I mean, I like. Unfortunately, like the movie is great, but I don't know that there's a whole lot. To like dig into, kind of yeah. like when we it's watched, not like a super deep movie, right? Right. Kind of like um, when we watch *Romance in the Stone*. There's not a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like the the acting is fine. 
it's not anything to write home about. <clears throat> Although, uh, <clears throat> the guy that played his dad, um, which I brought up when we were watching it, uh, I always like this this actor. Uh, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Uh, Patrick McGowan. Um, oh, that's a really old picture of him. These are all really old pictures of him. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, they are. He's like super overacts the scene, the scenes that he's in. Yeah, he really does. But it's great. It's perfect for what it is. Yes. You know. Yes, it is. Um. And it kind of like shows the other people up. Uh, another one that was great in the role that he was in, and it was an extremely small role, was uh, John Tenney as Jimmy Wells. Uh, he plays that like weird, uh, like wealthy kind of, uh, kind of flamboyant uh guy that like doesn't get the girl isn't into him and all he is is like the rich playboy kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh he's uh like um he's into Diana and is like like they're together but they're she's just like going along with it because it's easier than telling him to fuck off or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh but like he plays that role like to a T. Like he's perfect yeah, at yeah. that role. And that's in a ton of these kind of movies, right? Um I mean Billy Zane is perfect as uh the Phantom and as yeah. Kit. Like yeah. he's basically Batman. Yeah. Right? Before yeah. Batman. Yeah. Well. I mean uh, written yeah, the comic. The yes. Phantom is considered the first um costumed superhero yeah okay it's before zorro yes weird um i actually like pulled up the phantom if we want to go over it i mean sure i didn't know if that was going to be part of your trivia stuff it can be like i just like looked up his no go for it yeah yeah uh so i mentioned it was uh 1936. New, uh, the newspapers. It was a comic strip. Yeah. In 1936. Um, later featured in television shows and movies. Um, it was written by Lee Fox. Folks? Falk. Falk. Yeah. Um, it's a syndicated new, uh, newspaper comic strip, The Phantom, premiered in 1936 with the story The Singh Brotherhood, written by Fal- uh, Falk. Folks. Falk. Falks. And illustrated first by himself for two weeks, followed by Ray Moore, who was an assistant to the artist Phil Davis on um, Folk's uh, Mandrake the Magician strip. Okay. Um, let me get to the actual... There it is. Um... In the jungles of the fictional uh, African country of Bengala, there is a myth featuring the ghost that walks, a powerful and indestructible guardian of the innocent and fighter of all types of injustice. Uh, because he seems to have existed for generations, many believe to him to be believe him to be immortal. In reality, the Phantom is a legacy hero. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. 
uh, descended from 20 previous generations of crime fighters who all adopt the same persona when a new phantom takes the task from his dying father. He swears the oath of the skull. I swear to devote my life to the destruction of piracy, greed, cruelty, and injustice in all their forms. And my sons and their sons shall follow me. The first phantom married Christina, the daughter of a Norwegian sea captain, uh, Eric the Rover. Okay. It's a very 30s name. Yeah. <laughs> the second phantom married Maribel, the granddaughter of Christopher Columbus. Okay. Um, this is super pulpy. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, although most of the phantoms have been male, there has been one woman who took up the role, Julia Walker, twin sister of the 17th phantom. Hmm. Uh, while her brother was injured, Julia donned the phantom costume and defeated a band of pirates. So it's been going on for a long, long time. I would like to see this in like a drawn out series, like where it just like cuts across all the different phantoms. Mm, yeah. I imagine there probably is like a compendium of them or something. No, I mean like a TV series. Like a TV series? Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Really feel like Netflix should probably grab those rights. I can't find any, but I remember reading something where he is considered the first costumed superhero. Because Batman was like, what, 42 or something like that? 41. 41. <sighs> Superman was 39. What the fuck? What's up? So he says that. <clears throat> and if you look up the Phantom on IMDb, Below it, there's the Phantom, and it's a dude in a purple suit with a couple of Berettas. Well, it looks like 1911s on in this trailer, but it looks like Berettas on the cover. So, good job, art guys. <laughs> uh, and the plot for this TV show from 2010, uh, miniseries, I guess, mm -hmm. uh... Before Superman, Spider-Man, and Batman, there was the Phantom, the original Mass Marvel, the greatest legend of the annals of 20th century comic book crime fighting. Law student Chris Moore is an urban daredevil who gets his kicks from racing across rooftops when a secret organization approaches him with proof that he is actually the son of a legendary international crime fighter called the Phantom. He's thrust into a world he never knew existed, a world of exotic lands, secret lairs, and a heritage that borders on royalty. Reimagined and reloaded, the classic superhero is upgraded for the 21st century with a new state-of-the-art costume and newly formed rivalry against some of the most techno-savvy villains to ever terrorize the world. It's explosive action and non-stop adventure from start to finish as the Phantom comes to life. I don't know what the fuck this was on. There were only two episodes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> huh. I didn't, I didn't even know they did a show. They're both an hour and a half long. Oh, damn. From, oh, it's actually 2009? I don't know. It, it aired in 2000, 2010. But it says it's available on Prime. Ooh. Interesting. $4 a piece. Might have to check those out. Yeah, that's not bad. It's like two, watching two movies, basically. Yeah. Well, this movie clocked in at like an hour and 42 minutes or something. Well, there's a saying in it. Huh. Weird. 
That's super weird. I, Is there another shadow thing? I might actually have to check that out because I really enjoyed this movie. Like we talked about, I could go for more phantom fighting yeah, pirates. Um, Dude, there is so much <laughs> going on right now. I'm sorry, guys. There's a Phantom 2040 animated show from 94 to 96. 35 episodes. I remember Whoa. that. I don't know if I remember that. I can that. see the cartoon Phantom in my head. Yeah, dude, look at this cover. Whoa. Yeah. I don't I remember, remember that. that. I forgot about that. Am I just going to go down a phantom hole? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> phantom hole. Apparently we all are. There's a shadow short from 2015. Really? We almost got more of this cool stuff, guys, and like somebody fucked it up. Someone always does. You're right. But anyway... I, I don't know. I really like this movie. I do too. It's fun. Like it's not anything groundbreaking or like, oh my god, run out and watch it right now. But yeah, but it's, it's like fun. it's almost perfectly done what it, it intended to do. I think. Yeah, right? I agree. Yeah, I very much think that they hit the mark they were looking for. Yeah. So super pulpy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. If only yeah. he was punching Nazis, I'd be even more into it. Yeah, it and was a little early. Yeah, that's true. A little early. Yeah. Um. So. I thought it was interesting how much I enjoyed it for it being rated PG. Because uh, usually I'm not, I don't know. A PG guy? Yeah. Yeah, me either. But even though it was rated PG, like, I fucking still, mm-hmm. like, loved it. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, and then one of the first things I noticed when we started watching it, I was like, oh, this is, this is, a, this is a white savior story, if I ever saw one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how it, it's weird. It's different from a lot of other ones, but it doesn't it like beat you over the head with it. Yeah, it's it's just kind of got the trope. Yeah, uh, so it's not like a full on like white savior story, right. but it, the, the trope is there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's like I don't know. I mean, I'm mean, barring that, like it's a good movie. It doesn't necessarily feel like problematic. No, right. Um, so I just I just thought it was interesting. It was it is interesting that that is like how it frames the origin of the character and then like doesn't necessarily connect that to the rest of the character. It's just like, yeah, this is what yeah. happened. And it's like, really? <laughs> they gave a super important piece of uh like a super important artifact thing to a fucking little kid to protect, to protect, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, cuz you know, he's Cause he's a little white kid. That's why they gave it to him, right? And then, like, the rest of the movie has nothing to do with that, really. Like, okay, yeah. But anyway, do you want to do the corner? The corner. I can do the trivia corner. Yeah. You guys, you want to go to the corner. corner? Yep. Let's go to the corner. Let's swing on on our vines to the corner. Cause this is Dave's trivia corner. Dave's trivia corner. Where the point of this corner. Is for you all, all of you, to say, Ooh, that's neat. Good job. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Um, I got some hot, hot trivia. You guys ready? 
Yeah, I'm ready. All right, Billy Zane pumped iron for over a year to fill the Phantom's costume. A Batman-like costume with fake muscles was reportedly made, but by the time filming started, Zane was so beefed up that he did not need it. Ooh, nice. That's neat. Yeah, I didn't think he looked fucking great. Yeah, he looked yeah. good. Yeah, he was fucking. Uh, although there is a scene where he's sitting at the table. And he's like the other guy's like fixing his wound. He's like hardcore flexing. Like he's like, look at my fucking abs. Yeah, <laughs> he had kind of a 1930s build, you know. Yeah, I mean, he didn't look like fucking Chris Evans in First Avenger or anything, but right. No, but he he went through some shit to get that body. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Palmer Mansion set is actually the real life Playboy Mansion owned by Hugh Hefner. Owned is hmm. loose. Well, he lived <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was the Playboy Mansion. Okay. Uh, when not filming, Billy Zane had a habit of running out to buy sushi wearing his phantom costume. <laughs> okay. Of course he did. <laughs> uh, Billy Zane is a huge fan of the phantom, having been introduced to the comics while filming Dead Calm in 1989. Hmm. Just, a just hmm. okay. Uh, one of the Phantom's trademark in the comic strip, his underpants, was tried on the movie costume, but reportedly looked too silly to use in the final film. <laughs> he okay. does have like weird striped underpants. Yeah. Uh, the movie was originally going to be the first of a trilogy. However, after it bombed at the box office, the two Ooh. sequels were canceled. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I'd watch. Other two. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Um, Bruce Campbell and Kevin M. Smith were considered for the role of the Phantom. Hmm. I have to say, I, I do love Bruce Campbell, but I do have to say I am glad it went to Billy Zane. I am too. I am too. Yeah, it'd be a totally different movie. The story takes place in 1938 slash 1939, just before the start of World War II. Apart from a title card at the start of the film, this is taken from the fact that Kit told Diana that it had been six years since they had last seen each other, and that Kit's father was killed by Quinn in 1932, which can be seen on his two marker in the cave when Kit places the gun belt that he retrieved on it at the end of the movie. Yeah. Another indicator of the year is the banner hanging at the entrance of the Museum of of world history. It says 1939. Yeah. That's what I always went by. I didn't have the uh, savvy to do the math from when his dad got stabbed and look at the tombstone. Right. Like, <laughs> just, saw yeah, the just saw the banner. It said 1939. And I guess it, was, it happened in 1939. All right. Got two more for you. Okay. Uh, in the 1970s, pre-production began on a low-budget Phantom feature to be shot in Mexico with Batman star Adam West in the title role. Oh. However, there were issues with the character rights and the film was scrapped. I thought Adam West would be an amazing Phantom. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg and Jennifer Lopez were both auditioned for the role of Selah. 
Eventually, director Simon Windsor cast Catherine Zeta-Jones due to having enjoyed working with her on the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, uh, Palestine, October 1917. Hmm. I didn't know she was in that. I didn't either. I didn't really watch any Young Indiana Jones. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Well, that's all I have for the corner. Awesome. All right. Because this has been... Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Or what happened there? We gotta fix the tape on that one. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready to rate this? Yeah, let's rate it. I think I'm ready. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, it did what it did very well. It did what it was supposed to do as a and you know, there's not really any problems with the movie, um, but it's not like groundbreaking or anything. It is very amusing, very fun, uh, family friendly for the most part. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna give it an eight because it's a super solid movie, but it's not like the best movie in the world. Russell, uh, I'm gonna give it an eight point seven five. Um. My, I'm not giving it a nine or higher because I think there was room for depth. And while I do enjoy the movie, I like it a lot. Uh, it is just kind of like a mindless watch. Uh, it isn't. It's not a lot of depth to it. Um, but it is a lot of fun. Yeah, and I get I, the pacing is really good. Uh, I actually really liked how it was paced because when we got to the third act, I was like, "Holy shit, this movie's almost over!" I'm having so much fun. Like, right. why? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so that's I'm give it eight point seven five. All right, Dave. Uh, I'm also going to give it an eight. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Like, I haven't not seen it since I was a child. Uh, watching it again in my basement as a 31 year old man. Yeah. I had fun. I had a blast. It's like watching it again as a child. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was fun. It's very pulpy. And I always like that pulpy stuff anyway. Yeah. It's like, I like Indiana Jones. I like, you know, you get like any like pulp adventure thing where they're punching Nazis or punching pirates. I'm fucking in, man. Punch pirates, punch Nazis all the time. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. Uh, also, I love the dog. I love Devil. Yeah, Devil's awesome. He's a good boy. <laughs> He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to give it an 8. All right. So we got an 8, an 8, and an 8.75 for the Phantom. Uh, what are we watching next week? Uh, next week, we are watching The Lost City of Z, starring Tom Holland and... Robert Pattinson. <laughs> really? I've never even heard of this movie. Yeah, there's some other people in it too. I just can't remember them and I didn't have it pulled up. It's just them. Good job. Way to be prepared. Lost City. Charlie Hunnam. That's who I was trying to think of. And mm. Sienna Miller. I'm actually okay. super excited to see. Oh, Ian McDermott's in it. Jesus. Um, Super excited to watch this. Okay. I've never seen this movie, so neither yeah, me either. All right, well, that's gonna do it for this episode of DKB Does, where we watch the Phantom. Uh, if you like what you heard, go ahead and like, subscribe, give us a five star rating and a review 
uh, on whatever podcast service you listen to us on. Uh, come at us next time where we review the Lost City of Z. Uh, you can email us any questions or concerns, suggestions for movies or series of movies that we can do. It doesn't have to be a series. It could be like a genre or like some movies you think are related, whatever. Uh, DraftyQ at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye. History is about to be made, and you're all a part of it. Not an equal part, of course, but an important part nonetheless. This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.